0: Hello and welcome to Inner Sanctum from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: Inner Sanctum Mysteries, brought to you right through the summer by
2: Bromo Seltzer. My petty <laughs> Bromo Seltzer, Bromo Seltzer, Bromo Seltzer, Bromo Seltzer. Good evening, friends of the Inner Sanctum. This is your host to welcome you through the squeaking door. Tell me, fellow ghouls, did you ever take in the frights after dark? Hmm? I did the other night. Found an it odd this a street called Nightmare Avenue. Just two blocks long and a scream wide. <laughs> Begins with a small cemetery and ends with a bigger one. <laughs> There's a freakish sort of shop in the alley. Ideal for those of you who are buying feelers. Its sign reads Gadgets, Ghosts, and Graveyard Geekers. It is deep night on the raging ocean. The fog is a thick gray wall and the wind is sharp. A boat tosses drunkenly in the deep, at the mercy of the storm. It's unlighted except for a sputtering nap of flame. We're aboard the Gypsy Princess, beside its captain, the notorious Captain Henty. A few feet away, worming deeper in the shelter of the fog, backing away from Captain Henty's guns, is another man. A younger man wearing a first mate cap.
3: Chambers! I order you to come out of that blast of You hear me? You murdered what was left of the crew! Corky, McDonald, Coates, Willoughby, Menager! Five men, five bullets. <laughs> the sixth bullet is for you, Chambers! And if you murder me, then what? You alone, a madman without food or drink? I'll find Bellows and strangle him. And then claim the princess. Claim my bride. They don't exist, Bellows, or your bride. They just live in your mind. Go higher! The princess is real. You know the princess is real. You saw her with your own eyes. Did I, Captain? Or was it just a myth? An illusion? You heard her speak. I heard a voice. But it could have been the wind. It was the princess as real as you and <coughs> Listen. <coughs> Listen. It's her, my bride. Princess, you've come back. Where are you, princess? Here. Oh, here in the sea. In the storm. What's the matter, Captain? Afraid? Afraid to go over the side, even into the arms of the princess?
0: Please. It's your love calling me a captain. You're paying a bride. Are you going to turn your back
3: on her? Uh, I've got to kill you first. And lose the
0: princess. Huh? I'm coming.
1: Miles out. You thought wrong. You're marooned just off the island. There's a sandbar under your boat.
0: <laughs> What's funny, son?
3: We've been tossing in the fog for days
1: without food or water with an island just out there. What island are we on? Dead Man's Island. Even if you knew where you were, sir,
0: there'd
1: be nothing on the island for you. No food, no drink. Just a place to bury the dead aboard your ship. How do you know oh, there are dead aboard? I heard some shooting, I said. How many dead? Corky... McDonald, Coach, Weatherby, Menach, the spy. Captain Henty jumped over. And McGarry, a navigator. And Jensen. Dead. Then you're the only survivor. Yes, I'm Chambers, first. Mate. I expected it would be Captain Henty I'd find alive, delivering its cargo of dead men.
3: Hey, wait a minute. How'd you know about Miguel, the navigator, and gents? Where'd you get your information from?
0: For
1: a man to seek logic after the events on the Gypsy Princess, that's strangest of all. Yeah. <laughs> After two weeks on this floating insane asylum, I shouldn't get goggle-eyed over anything. You border the ship at the streets. You know that too, huh? <laughs> right. For years since I was a kid, I'd heard
3: tall stories. Unbelievable whoppers about Captain Henty and the Gypsy Prince. Stuff about a ship being haunted. About a girl... A beautiful vision named Princess after the ship. Who followed the boat wherever it sailed. I wanted to write it all up after seeing it all for myself. Shall I stop?
1: No. Go on.
3: Those tall stories started coming to life a few hours after we put to sea. I was in Captain Henty's quarters going over some papers when Corky came by the Corky handled the business details of the ship like a steward, but. Captain Nancy? Yes? I was checking over the crew list here. So, Corky? I can't make it add up. McDonald, Coach, they? Menica, Miguel, Jensen, myself, Chambers here, all signed in okay. Eight men, that's your crew? I think it is, sir. Up to there. But there's a line signature on the list, but nobody answers to it. What? Is the ninth name. Fellows. Fellows. Yes. Stupid fool! Leave the listen
0: get
3: out. Oh, right, oh, right, you you've seen the signature before, Cat? It's uh, from Cape Haver to Singapore. I don't get it. Uh, uh, you will. You will in time. You'll know what it means to sail with fellows of Who is Bellows? The ship's ghost. The gypsy princess was once his ship before he died. How long ago did Bellows die? Ten years ago. And you think a a dead man signed the cruelest captain? Aye, and you'll believe it too in time... In time, you too will believe Bellows is aboard the Gypsy Princess. Chambers? I see. Search the ship from stem to stern. Search the lifeboats, the passageways, everywhere. Then do it again and again. Spend every minute you're on this ship searching for Bellows. Understand? I can't find Bellows. Find Bellows or you, Gypsy Princess. <laughs> Was my first brush with the crazy legend of the Gypsy Princess. I was to spend the whole voyage looking for a dead man who'd signed the crew register. Bellows was master of this ship once. Everything was fine until they both went tapped over a dream lady who was supposed to be following the ship. And she killed Bellows, got off scot-free by pleading self-defense, and fought the Gypsy Princess. And when failing to find the girl... Well, Bellows, then, is just something in the captain's guilt? In his imagination? Oh, no, sir. It's not all in his imagination. Now, you're sounding as balmy as Hetty. You don't believe in the Bellows' ghost, do you, Corky? I do, indeed. Just you wait, sir, and you'll know Bellows is somewhere aboard the ship. It's Captain Entry on the tube. The aunting's begun, I'll bet my page. Corky speaking, Captain. Take the wheel at once. But it's Miguel's turn at the wheel, sir. Take the wheel at once. Aye, right, sir. At once. Is Chambers there? Aye, right, sir. I'll put him on. He wants you, Mr. Chambers. chambers. Chambers speaking, Captain. Turn the ship inside out and stop for nothing, Chambers. Find fellows or we won't have a navigator left aboard. We've been off our course turning in circles with our instruments smashed to fit for an hour. What? happened to Miguel? I told
0: you you'd know Bellows
3: was aboard in
1: time. Bellows caught Miguel
3: at the wheel and killed him.
2: A creep who's been asleep in the deep says the gypsy princess is a Jeff. What started as a pleasant ocean junket is becoming a nightmare. A ghost book passage. The captain goes white as a sheet and poor Chambers is handed the odd job of trailing the little man who isn't there to his (laughs) horn. Let's see, where did we scream off, huh? Oh yes. Miguel the navigator had just gone the way of all fish. Miguel was at the boat's wheel,
3: clutching it, and staring out into the ocean with dead eyes. A dead man had been steering our course. How was the fool killed? I can't say, sir. His face looks as if he had seen the devil himself. But there isn't a mark on him. Bellows, children. I, I hate taking issue with you, sir, but I'm I'm, I'm sure that there's a... A simpler explanation than a mysterious attack by a ghost. A a heart attack, perhaps. If an autopsy could be performed... There'll be no autopsy! But we've got to establish... I'll have no interference, Chambers. I've got to take immediate steps or you'll all be dead. Assign gentlemen to watch the ship's food stores at once. Our food stores? Mind your duties and ask no questions. Make prompt arrangements to throw Miguel over the side. Without services? Just like that? Just like that. We'll throw Miguel as an offering to the princess. Maybe, maybe she'll reappear. It's been so long since she disappeared. Oh. Go on now, make your arrangements. We were a grim lot gathered starboard to watch the dead Miguel dropped over the side. The storm was brewing. There was a blinding fog. Ready, Chambers? All ready, sir. Let him go. Princess Tim. I gave you Miguel. Now come, wash the blood off this curse with his ship. The crew backed away like men frightened by the face of insanity. <laughs> And then, over the sound of the ocean, we heard her.
0: Princess!
3: It was a woman's voice. Or was it the wind? I watched spellbound, my eyes burning into the mist that swirled around Captain Henty. I saw... I saw her. Beautiful. The most complete illusion of beauty the mind can imagine—beautiful beyond words or language. Seeing her, I could understand what drove Captain Henty. And seeing her at Captain Henty's side, I knew scorching jealousy. Chambers, I—my bride has come. You see her, don't you? I. She's very beautiful. Chambers. Marius, here, now! But it... Do I have such authority? As captain of the ship, I give you the authority. You'll find my service book in my quarters. I, sir. Corky? Aye, Mr. Chambers. Go. Fetch the book of services from the captain's quarters so we can get on
0: with the ceremony. Oh. the crew
3: standing bareheaded and looking on like men bewitched. I married Captain Henty to his vision. (laughs) I quoted such lines as, let no man put a thunder, and until death do you parted, a madman standing alone with a mist curling around him. The captain said, I do. And the wind answered for her. Captain had his bride at last, but not for long. After that brief visit, we no longer saw her, even fancied we saw her. The captain sat looking out to sea for hours, days, like a man whose bride had forsaken him right after the wedding. Days passed. And then, fellows struck again. I was with the captain going over some charts when the door opened. It was Corky. His face was strained and frightened. Captain Andy. What is it, Corky? The food stores. What about them? They're gone. Our food and our water, it's all disappeared. Jensen was assigned to watch the food stores. Send the phone to me. Oh, I can't. Jensen got what Miguel got. We can put into the nearest port. If you look at the charts, we're just a two days' sale from Winchester. <laughs> it's the only thing to do. Without food or drink, how do we go on? <laughs> and without you? Fuel? Without coal, how can we go anywhere? I don't get it. Then go down to the engine room and see for yourself. Our coal, every blasted scrap of it was pirated by fellows last night. The men lay in the hatch dying of thirst and no food. Captain Henty was a complete madman now, with every pretense to sanity fallen. He prowled through them like a wild animal, with me behind him watching. Then last night in the pitch dark, I watched him climb to the lookout tower. Corky was up there waving a nap flare in the last desperate SOS. I watched the captain come up behind Corky and circle his arms around Corky's neck. Help! Help! I I hurried for them and pulled the captain away. Let him go, Handy. Chairman, this is the last time you'll interfere. Go ahead, issue the order. There isn't a man aboard who has the strength but to carry it out. I know you exactly for what you are, now, Captain. I know about those murders and the disappeared stores. You, you did all of it. You're the ghost haunting your own ship. I did it all? I'm sure I have. You're a madman with your guilt about killing Bellows. Your hallucinations about a woman following your ship. You're the curse over the gypsy Princess. You and you alone.
1: So that's what you've come to believe. You fool.
3: That's what Bellows wants you and everybody to believe. I saw you try to kill Corky just now. No, ghost. You in the flesh. I have to kill Corky. I have to kill you all. Those are my sailing orders. What crazy talk is that now? Huh? I am to deliver a cargo of dead men. I mustn't fail, or I'll lose the princess, fellow. Stand back, Chambers. some not move. I've got six bullets in this gun, including you, Chambers. The crew is exactly six now. You see, I mustn't waste a single bullet. You're going to shoot us in cold blood just because of some insane obsession. I
1: must.
3: We'll all be dead soon if you just wait. No, no, no. I can't risk it that way. I, Captain Henty of the Gypsy Princess, must personally deliver a cargo of dead men. One bullet for Corky. No! Save it!
0: And
3: Henty shot the other four. Then came after me with his last bullet. He went over the side when his phantom bride called.
1: (laughs) i blabbed about everything. Just the bar. I knew the story. All of the story. What? You... You said you'd heard shots and rode over here.
3: When you came aboard. I did. But I don't see your rowboat. And your clothes aren't even damp. You were never out there in a small boat for a minute. Wasn't there? No. Mr. Open up and talk.
1: Who are you? She'll tell you who I am. She? The princess. See her? No. Look again. With your heart here now, yes, she's beautiful. Yes, yes. You're your uh, I
3: don't know. I'm delirious, I guess.
1: You belong to me now, Princess. Panty lost you back to me.
3: I watched you float in with the mist. And the same indescribable pleasure and indescribable pain I'd seen on Captain Henty's face flushed all through me. I was in love with him, and burning up with jealousy.
0: <laughs>
3: I was dying of thirst, dying of hunger, two weeks to even raise a finger, but I went for bellows. I didn't want him to have the Princess Bellows!
0: Bellows, I'm going to kill you! Do you hear me, Bellows? Bellows! There's no one here.
3: Just me and the cargo of... Death in the middle of
0: nowhere
3: <laughs> I imagine How much of it all did I imagine
0: what?
2: I don't know what it did to you, Brother Whale, but it's got me scaled down to size. It's the old block for me from now on. There's less terror in terra firma. Dry land of you, Bob. I say, if you must get the nautical urge, compromise by diving into the bathtub, huh? And if a strange hand passes you the wash rag and soap...
1: Don't take it.
2: Ignore it. Stay underwater and play. Well, it's time to close that squeaking door for another seven-day rest. Until next week at this time when Bromo Seltzer brings you another Inner Sanctum Mystery directed by Hyman Brown. Oh, by the way, this month's Inner Sanctum Mystery novel is Report for a Court by Henry Kane. Next week you'll hear our answer to the housing shortage. Because we've got a story about a little home in the country that'll kill you and anybody else who enters. It's called the House of Doom. And behind its walls, some of the most charmingly gruesome people you ever met will die and haunt and howl and murder to your heart's content. So be sure to listen, won't you? Until next Monday, then. Good night, pleasant
0: dreams. Mm. <laughs>